Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope through the Word of God, life issues, and help girls know their true identity and calling. Hi! It is Waves Ministry Live! We're happy to have you guys on that are on. Were we on last week? We were. Okay, awesome. It's been a full week. We did like a preview last week of our Destin conference. Yes. Um, we have Mr. Stephen Spivey in the house. Hello, Stephen. He's recording for us today. Um, <laughs> and we have good news. We do. You want to know share? why this is here? Yes. Because <laughs> cause we're starting a podcast, guys. So um, we have a mic in the center of our table because we're starting a podcast. So hopefully you guys can listen to us and... <laughs> Uh, write in for different questions that you have and stuff. So, anyway, it's so real right now. So, you have it's very live. It's happening right now. So, I'm Caroline, Amanda, Taylor, Christy, and this is kind of the core waves team. And we had a a student, a teen girl, write into us on Instagram. We kind of put on our Instagram story uh, earlier this week just that, you know, we have a panel every year at our Waves Destin conference and at our other conferences, but you don't have to wait a full year for the first weekend of October to ask us questions. That's right. um, <laughs> you don't have to like hold on. We're available. <laughs> we check our DMs, we, we answer email, we receive texts, phone calls, all those things. Um, but uh, so we put out there that hey, if you have questions about faith or about life or you're wrestling with something, um, please write in to us because we want to help encourage you all week long. It doesn't have to be just once a year. So we had a really awesome girl write in today uh, just with a question and when I read through the question I thought man I know that I've wrestled with this I know Tay's wrestled with this exact same issue and my guess is probably a whole lot of other students have too and so Christy I think you have the question don't you um she's just going to kind of summarize it and read it for us and then we're going to just kind of dive into this topic she said, so I'm saved, but I have been struggling. My parents are divorced, and my dad is getting married soon, and I'm not ready for it. I've been putting on a fake face every day to pretend that everything is okay, but it's not. The reality of it still hurts. And if God loves me as much as he says he does, why would he put me through this pain that I'm in? Man, I know, like, when I read that, my heart just, like, broke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Christy's, too. <laughs> Um, but me and her kind of received the waves DMs, but we just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about this. I know most people's lives have been touched by divorce before, Mm -hmm. um, and, and not just divorce, but even divorce and then someone remarrying, um, whether it's a mom or a dad. Um, and, and that's a hard thing to wrestle with in general as a student or as a person. I think I know grown adults that are, you know, in their 20s, their 30s, that their parents are getting remarried, and it's just as hard for them as it is for a 16-year-old or a 13-year-old. And so, I don't know, let's I just let's just kind of discuss this topic. Okay. I don't know. Tay, why don't you start? Uh-huh. Um, I... Sorry, Dad. 
Um, I, he doesn't have Instagram. Um, anyway, <laughs> my dad, my parents got divorced when I was seven, um, and my dad has remarried twice and divorced twice. He's currently single, ladies. Um, <laughs> if you're fine and you can pray, and God answers your prayers. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm like trying to like. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway. Um, yeah. So sorry, I'm being super awkward. Um. So I've I've definitely gone through divorce. It just it sucks. It sucks no matter what. I've gone through divorce personally. Um, I was married before my current marriage. Um, divorce was never something I wanted, um, and I would never wish that on anyone. It is an absolute just it just rips you apart because when you get married, the Bible says that you are become one flesh, like your souls join, um, and it's a very serious thing in the eyes of God. And we know that. Um, God says that I mean God says that he hates divorce but he mm-hmm. divorced Israel at one point that's correct right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> she's looking at me I'm like she's yes she's a bible major so we're always like that's right she's right, right. <laughs> sure I'm that right <laughs> was it a weird translation yeah right? I know um, and so we covenant know, was broken yes covenant yeah. was broken we know that things can happen and so um, I'm by people making choices by people making choices yeah. um, we have free will we are able to choose whatever we want to, um, good or bad, and and God designed that from the very beginning with Adam and Eve. They were given a f- whole garden full of fruit, and we're told not to eat it out of one tree, and they did it, and we're sitting here. So, <laughs> not eating, not eating, but that's okay. We're restoring all that. Um, I don't know where to go from here. Well, that's a thing you, you said. It, she asked. Why would God cause me to go through this? Yeah. And the thing is, he's not causing that. Um, because mm-hmm. of that free will we each have, yeah. Um, yeah. people make choices. And you know what? There's a real enemy in this world. And Satan, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what he does um, here on this earth. And so people mm-hmm. make bad decisions, and it hurts others. Yeah. And the enemy is trying to hurt you and trying to hurt the people around you and influencing those decisions and you know God doesn't want that it's not his heart he does love you mm-hmm. so much um, more than you can even imagine he loves your parents yeah and yeah. um you know uh God doesn't cause all things because of the enemy and things but the the scripture says that all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose so if you hold on to him he'll turn this around for good if you just hold on to him and then let him hold you through it and be that comforter yeah Yeah. he's always he's so there with us in our heartbreak and in our hurt Mm -hmm. I think we've all had experiences um where we've had to we've gone through a heartbreaking situation and had to run to God um the Bible says that he bottles our tears like he literally counts like he counts the tears you cry he holds you Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit can come and hold you when you cry he's there with you he he weeps with you so it's not even this pat on the head, like, dry it up, get better, you'll be fine. He's like, oh, my God, my, my daughter, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I hate that this happened, but let's figure it out together. Yeah. Let me walk you through this. I know what you need to do. I know the steps mm-hmm. you need to take, and I know how you can get through it. And um, he's just so good to us like that. Yeah. I was going to say, I know um, with my dad, I know there were times and. My dad's given me permission to speak about this, so I'm so thankful for that because um, I know his heart is that if there's anything that me and him experienced, 
is that it could bless somebody else. Um, but I know that there was one particular time where my dad was wanting to get remarried. Um, and I don't remember all this, the circumstances floating around that, but I know I wasn't happy. Um, I wasn't happy about it at all. And I was probably about 10 or 11 years old. And I remember I was so scared um, to voice what I felt um, because every time I tried to voice what I felt, I had so much anger and frustration that whatever I tried to say just wouldn't come out right. And so um, I actually had a counselor and, and I will just tell you, let me just remove the cloak of shame from counseling because counseling is the reason why I'm not a hot mess at 32. Um, <laughs> because if I hadn't had that at that age, I who knows what would have happened without God and without someone that knew God counseling me. But this woman, um, her name was Miss Pat, and I just I love her to pieces. But she um, she told me she was like, maybe what you need to do is write out like how you feel about your dad remarrying. Write it out on a piece of paper. Let her proofread it to make sure I wasn't saying anything to uh, anything disrespectful or dishonoring, um, and and then I took it before my dad, and I I remember it. I mean, I can picture the couch we were sitting on, the chair I was sitting in, the living room in that house that that he lived in at that time, and I sat down with my dad, and I waited till the evil stepmother was gone and I um, I sat down with him and I read him this letter and I read it shaking and with tears um, and my dad even though me and him didn't have a great relationship at that time he received my words now did it change the fact that he married that woman no it did not but he at that point you know he pulled me into him and just gave me a hug and held me like a father does and he said, I'm so sorry you're hurting, and I know you're upset. Um, and, and I would say, we were talking about this a minute ago, most parents, if you approach them in a respectful, honoring way, they're going to receive you in a kind manner. And yeah. so even though he didn't agree with me, and it didn't change the fact that he married that woman, it at least opened up the dialogue between me and him. And I wonder to this day, I know that that particular marriage ended up being a marriage ceremony that I wasn't even present for. And I had been present for other marriage ceremonies that he'd had. And I wonder if part of the reason me not being there for that wedding was to shield me and shield my heart because I couldn't handle that. Um, and so I just say to you, like, talk to your parents um don't have an outright outright rage fest at yeah. them um but that helps nobody no yeah. no because then your heart's not heard um their heart's not heard um but if you're able to sit down and talk with them it would at least open up that dialogue and soften things to where you're not walking around on eggshells because when you're walking around on eggshells that just puts tension on you mm -hmm. um, and in you, and, and it makes you feel like you, you can't be yourself, and that's not, that's not really who you're called well, to be. And one of the things she said was that she, she, she's having to be fake, and mm -hmm. truthfully, um, when you start to be fake and when you start to, to lie about your true feelings on things, you start to hold everything in, and yeah. what happens is that the enemy starts to feed on that, and yeah. he starts to speak lies to you, and that can lead into depression or lead mm -hmm. into other things where you don't want to be. Um, so yeah. I would say be honest with your parents. Go find um, whoever your youth pastor is or your small group leader or someone that you can trust. Go and talk to them. Go and tell them how you're feeling. And, and maybe, you know, they'll be more than happy to help you walk out this process, even in speaking to your parents and just being able to, to help you and guide you mm -hmm. through this situation. Um, but above all, God loves you. He hasn't left you. You're not... 
you're not pushed away from him. Mm-hmm. You are still with him. He, but sometimes we have to grab hold, and sometimes we'll we'll decide to like walk about this arm's length away from him, and sometimes you just gotta go grab hold of Father. You just do, and when you do that, you're gonna feel His love there more than you've ever felt before. But know that know that He loves you. Mm-hmm. And that you are his precious daughter. And for anyone going through anything, just know that he is your precious, like, you are his precious daughter. I said that the wrong way. Yeah. I'm sorry. But um, you are his precious daughter. Like, he, he loves you. And I just can't say that enough. He just, he does. And he doesn't want you to be in pain. Mm-hmm. But people make choices. Mm-hmm. And their choices affect us, especially if you're a kid and, and when you're even an adult, like, your parents' choices affect you. And it's unfortunate, but... You've got to know who your heavenly father is mm-hmm. above all else. Um, I hope that helps. Yeah. I was going to say one other thing. I know um, for parents, oftentimes, if they're getting remarried, they really want their children to be a part of the ceremonies and such. If you don't feel comfortable with that as a child, just say it. You don't have to say, I don't like them. No. Like, you don't have to say that. But mm-hmm. but you can say, I just don't think my heart is healed enough for me to be in mm-hmm. the ceremony right now. Um, and I've had to learn that as an adult, that if there's a marriage or a union or something and you don't feel peace in your heart, like, just, just go be a, a person that witnesses and says, I'm here for that person. And I'm, I'm sitting here on behalf of them that I'm for them. And just ask the Lord to say, hey, God, will you be my date? Like, will you be my date to that ceremony? And you just wrap your arm around me and just, I know that you're going to carry me through, um, through that whole process. Because I know, I mean, there was even my stepmom, I love her. I, I love my stepmom that I have now. Um, uh, not not the other ones, but um, but I, I love her. And I know that even, even though they'd been together a long time, it's still the wedding process, because I'd been through it so many times, was hard. And the Lord was totally my date to that mm-hmm. wedding um and so I just I want to encourage you in that can we pray real quick for just any girls that their parents are are going through divorce or um that maybe their parents are remarrying or that kind of thing yeah. um I, yeah I just want to say really quick I just I feel like the need to just um emphasize when you're going to talk to someone it's it's okay to talk to your trusted friends and your peers um because it just sometimes it just helps you you need yeah. to talk it out um but when you're in the midst of making a big decision and you want healing, go talk to someone who is older than you, um, who has a good a, a relationship with the Lord that shows fruit, mm-hmm. good fruit, um, and that you trust. Um, like Christy said, and like Caroline was able to experience, um, uh, youth, uh, your youth pastor, your small group leader, um, even if your parents want to get you into some kind of Christian counseling, if they're able and willing to do something like that, if that's you feel like you need that, um, do that. But don't don't stick to your friends in this situation. Go talk to someone who has the wisdom and understanding to really help you get through it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to add one more thing just before we pray. Um, and I'll just touch on this and uh, maybe another podcast we can dive into it. But... Another really crucial element is forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, and sometimes they're not going to ask for forgiveness. Uh, you're, a lot of times it's just a you and God thing, and you have to forgive your parents for divorcing. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, y'all want to say anything about that? No, I think you hit it. Yeah. yeah. I think just... 
being able to sit down and just forgive and release them from, um, and you might be thinking, wow, like that's kind of a big deal, but just being able to forgive and release them from that, or even you're just, whether they were true notions or untrue notions of how that came to be, just being able to release them from that, suddenly like your heart is free for God to work on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Okay, well, let's pray. Uh, I'll start and then anybody else can hop in. Father, I just, I thank you so much uh, just for, for this young lady that just reached out to us. Um, and God, right now, we just ask that um, that you would just bind up the broken hearts of your daughters, the ones that maybe they've experienced hurt or loss through the, through the, the horrible situation of divorce. Um, Lord, I just ask that you would redeem and restore their relationships with their mothers and with their fathers. And Lord, that you would even just give them double portion, mothers and fathers that are able to stand in the gap and love on them. Um, God, I just pray that you would give strength to those that need strength, um, give courage and wisdom, and even just, uh, it says in the word that we're supposed to have the law of kindness on our tongues. I pray that the law of kindness would be on the tongues of your girls as they ask and talk to their parents about these hard topics. Um, And Lord, right now, I just ask that, um, that they would know that you are present, that you are on the scene, that you are in the house, that you see them and you know them and you know their hearts. Um, I just pray that they would feel your presence in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Well, we hope you have an amazing evening and we're thankful that we got to just take and pop in for, you know, 15 minutes of your time. And so um, thanks for, for tuning in and we hope that this blesses you or blesses your friends. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com, and our social media at Waves Girls Conference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.